The Bible Study Podcast, episode 493. Today, the Bible Study Podcast concludes the study of the book of Proverbs. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're concluding the book of Proverbs today, so I have a great sense of completion, satisfaction, and of course, panic, because I have absolutely no idea what we're going to do next. If you have some ideas, send me emails, send them quick, because I need to decide that right away. From the time you hear this, I'll have about two days to decide what to do next. But first, let's finish up Proverbs with Proverbs 31. First, the sayings of Lemuel. And it goes like this. The sayings of Lemuel, an inspired utterance his mother taught him. Listen, my son, listen, son of my womb. Listen, my son, to the answer to my prayers. Do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. We're not trying to say that Lemuel is a mother's boy, but remember that one of the themes here in Proverbs is the learning from our parents, the honoring of our parents. And so these are things that he learned from his parents, as we should hopefully learn from our parents. And it sounds like he is passing on this wisdom to his son. And one of the things he's saying is, don't spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings, obviously those who ruin kings being uh, women. Uh, This is obviously coming from a very specific point of view, but I think what it's saying can be extended for those of us who are not kings and who don't live in that situation. Remember all of the verses that talk about being very, very careful about who you marry, and I think those verses are as apt today as they were then, obviously doubly so if you're a king or someone who someone might want to marry for reasons other than they're just madly in love with you, but they might be attracted to what you have or the power that you have. And a lot of people are going to be attracted to us more and more as we have more things or as we have more influence or power. I noticed during the time that I was a paper millionaire back in the dot-com days that suddenly I became very popular with a segment of people. I got invited to more meetings. I had more calls, obviously, from people who had stocks to sell me. But I also got invited to more things like, hey, wouldn't you love to join this organization? And I wasn't really that attracted to people who hadn't been attracted to me before I had paper millions. And I say paper millions because they weren't in the bank and they went away before they got into the bank. But I think that's part of the thing here is be careful who you connect with. Who you connect with has a great influence on you. It is not for kings, Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed, and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Let beer be for those who are perishing, wine for those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty, and remember their misery no more. Now, I don't drink beer, but I don't drink beer because I don't like it. I do drink wine. I was just on a cruise last week and drank probably more wine than I do on average, and I like wine. But I don't drink to forget. I don't drink to get drunk. I drink because I like the taste of it. And I honestly can't say that I'm really attracted to the culture of let's go out Friday night and get drunk. It's not a religious thing. It's just it seems boring to me. 
it seems like there are better things to do. I was up last night on a Friday night creating a, another podcast, the travel podcast that I do. And there are things to create. There are people to talk to. There's all sorts of interesting things to do in life to move life forward that for me don't involve, and for Lemuel's mother here, don't involve going out and getting drunk. I, I've never heard someone say, the thing that moved my life forward the most was that going out and getting drunk. And I think that's kind of what she's saying, is that for you as a King Lemuel, it's not for you. You've got bigger things to do. And we as the children of God have bigger things to do as well. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. How many, many, many times this has come up in Proverbs, associating wisdom with if you have wisdom, as you have, as your wisdom leads to prosperity, remember that God cares about those who don't have power. Remember that God cares about those who are poor and needy. Remember the widow, the orphan, the stranger, the foreigner, and the poor. Epilogue, the wife of noble character. Before we get into these verses, it's interesting because we've had so many verses like the ones above about, you know, be careful about those women. And of course, here is Lemuel learning from his mother about the woman who mom would like, the woman who he should find, and the value of that person. Now, of course, if you're a woman, you can translate this to the value of a man and and the kind of characteristics we're looking for here. Verse 10, a wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. My wife and I actually sang this as part of a song uh, to each other at our wedding. I was singing a song called Woman and she was singing Man That I Love. And part of the lyrics for that song come from this particular verse. So this is a very familiar verse, but it's talking about the value that she brings. And when she's bringing value here, she's bringing wisdom. And you can see that because her husband has confidence in her. He is relying on her. And of course, switch that around. The the husband who is reliable, who brings wisdom into the relationship is also of great, great value, bringing good, not harm. And then it goes on, she selects wool and flax and works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. I just want to focus on that part because we sometimes have this vision that even in this very parochial, very patriarchal time, that a woman was somehow chattel didn't have much value other than her ability to bear children. This is describing someone who is basically an at-home entrepreneur. This is somebody who's running the family like she's running a business. She's got her investments. She's got the fields. She's considering buying it. She's earning from planting a vineyard. She's doing all this. It seems like 
separate from her husband with his blessing, but she is making a lot of decisions here. She may not have her own business in the sense that we think of it, but all of the same skills you look for in someone who is starting her business are being described here by this woman who is not just hardworking, but smart. And honestly, I'll tell you, I really like smart. I'm attracted to beautiful women like the next guy, but smart, smart doesn't go away. Smart is valuable. Wise is precious. And that's really what it's describing here. It goes on and says, She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes the coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. Now, I do wonder at this point is, you know, I hope he's doing a little work here, too. I don't think it's saying he spends all day sitting at the city gate while she does all the work. Really, what it's saying here is that because of who she is, he has gained honor. And I think the reverse happens as well. Uh, Whoever we are in association with, and especially a marriage relationship with, reflects on us. And it should. Right, It's the biggest choice you will ever make is who to marry. It's bigger than who are your friends, although that's important. It's bigger than who is your business partner, although that's really important. But it will reflect on you, and it should reflect on you. And honestly, I'm as much a romantic as the next guy, and probably more so. <laughs> but it's something that needs to be well-considered. And it's something that you need to know, Just not just I feel, have feelings for this person, but this person is good for me. And one of the best ways to find that out is ask other people. Ask your parents, ask your friends, how do you think we are as a couple? It continues, she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. I like this woman. I, I like her a lot. She is not just hardworking, but she has a good sense of humor. She can laugh at things. And if you don't think that is valuable in life, then you don't know anything. <laughs> it really, some days you just have to laugh to keep from crying. And the fact that she speaks with wisdom, that laughter and wisdom are coming out of her mouth, I want to be around this person and I don't even know her. If she was a guy, I'd say the same thing. It's the kind of person I want to be around, a person who wisdom and laughter are coming out of their mouth. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. And if you have a woman like this, if you have a man like this, you better be spending some time praising them. You better be spending some time recognizing how blessed you are to have them in your life. With anybody like this who's in your life, if you have kids who all that comes out of their mouth is laughter and wisdom, you better be spending some time letting them know that you appreciate them. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Remember who's at the city gate. The elders are sitting at the city gate. Her husband is sitting at the city gate. And when they talk about her, they say, isn't she terrific? 
let's live lives that when people talk about us behind our back, that's the kind of things they want to say. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast and this study of the book of Proverbs. Let me know where we should go next. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. What happens when a writer and former history teacher goes toe-to-toe with his best friend, a nationally touring stand-up comedian? Total carnage, that's what. Two men enter, and two men leave, because that's how it works. <laughs> Actually, you get hilarious, real, and insightful conversations about life, history, culture, faith, and everything in between. Join me, comedian Johnny W., and my pal, author and speaker John Driver, for Talk About That at LifeAudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.